Good morning. It's Wednesday, December 30th. I'm Christy McIntyre, and here are today's headlines from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Presented by the Salvation Army. Time's running out to make your 2020 charitable contributions. Enlist in Love's Army with your end-of-year gift by asking your smart speaker to make a donation to the Salvation Army or by visiting SalvationArmyUSA.org to donate. Our top story, Georgia again climbed the national rankings in new coronavirus cases, and state officials are racing to reopen a field hospital at the Georgia World Congress Center Thursday, as medical centers statewide see record numbers of COVID-19 patients. The White House Coronavirus Task Force said Georgia ranked 11th in the nation in the week that ended Friday for new cases, up from 26 the week earlier. Georgia's worsening ranking reflects a widespread epidemic in the Peach State, some improvements in Midwestern and Mountain West states, and uneven reporting by other states leading up to Christmas. Reporting of new cases is expected to remain bumpy as operations at test sites and labs will be limited during the upcoming holiday weekend. Still, the picture in Georgia remains troubling as Georgia ranked 7th in hospital admissions nationally last week, up from 12th a week earlier. In crime news, Atlanta police on Tuesday named a suspect in the death of a child fatally shot after Christmas shopping with her family in Buckhead. Daquan Reed, 24, of Virginia, is wanted on charges including felony murder in the death of 7-year-old Kennedy Maxey. Atlanta police homicide investigator Lieutenant Pete Malecki said during a news conference Tuesday. Police have secured arrest warrants and are working to bring Reed into custody, acting police chief Rodney Bryant said during the news conference. We will continue to work diligently to bring him back into the city of Atlanta to serve out his justice, Bryant said. Investigators said the shooting stemmed from a fight between Reed and other men in a mall parking lot. When the argument ended, Reed left the parking lot in a car and in a senseless act of rage, discharged a firearm out the window, Malecki said. At least three shots were fired and one entered the car Kennedy was riding in. In politics, law enforcement and election investigators didn't find a single fraudulent absentee ballot during an audit of over 15,000 voter signatures, according to a report by the Georgia Secretary of State's office released Tuesday. The audit contradicted allegations that absentee ballots were rife with fraud after President Donald Trump said the election had been stolen, said Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. Trump lost to Joe Biden by about 12,000 votes in Georgia. There were 10 absentee ballots that had been accepted, but voter signatures didn't match or signatures were missing, according to the report. But agents from the GBI and investigators with the Secretary of State's office contacted those voters and confirmed they had submitted those ballots. In one case, a voter's wife signed her husband's ballot envelope. Another voter signed the front of the envelope instead of the back. Eight voters had mismatched signatures, but the voters told investigators the signatures were legitimate. And finally, the man who oversees Georgia's voting system, Gabriel Sterling, negotiated a $200,000 per year contract for himself last year, 
quit his state government job and has worked as an independent contractor ever since. Under the arrangement, Sterling's pay increased from his $114,000 government salary since November 2019 when he took on the role of project manager for the purchase and rollout of the state's new voting equipment. State election officials say as a contractor, the government didn't have to pay benefits, such as health insurance. Though he's a contractor, Sterling has become the face of Georgia elections, leading press conferences, debunking election conspiracy theories, criticizing mistakes by county election officials, and calling out President Donald Trump for inciting threats against election workers, proclaiming this has to stop. Sterling, a lifelong Republican, even drew praise from Democrats for his comments, and he received flowers and handwritten notes from voters across the country. That's all for today. Check back each weekday morning for more from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution or go to AJC.com. Have a great day.